So you're the famous Mistress Sharina Nicole. I am. And I understand that you had a, a party last night. I did. I had a party last night. Um, God, we had a great time. Now, it's one of your fetish parties, is it? Uh-huh. And, I have fetish parties. And as somebody that hasn't been to a fetish party, uh, I mean, a lot of a lot of thoughts might come to mind. Maybe uh, different fetishes, I guess. Uh, feet, latex. Um, gosh, there's so many fetishes, I, I, I can't list them all. But what kinds of things might a person going to a fetish party experience or see? Or I mean, what what's it like? <laughs> well, it's different for everybody. Um, and just to give you a little bit of background, I have a chef. It's a catered affair. Um, people enjoy the food like you wouldn't believe. And I have an assortment of mistresses and all kinds of people joining me. And then I have people that have a uh, fetish fantasy that they want to fulfill at a party. And that might be anywhere from a gangbang scenario with the mistresses to someone in latex fetish wear who gets to be teased and tormented the entire evening. So all, all night? All the, evening. Wow. So we have nice cocktails too, so that sort of loosens up people just a little bit. Yeah, I know if I was if I was at a fetish party, I think I'd need to be <laughs> loosened up just a tad. <laughs> so oh, it's okay. It's very, very comfortable and relaxing. Everyone uh, that leaves, even if they've come in biting their fingernails, they leave feeling so incredibly and enormously relaxed and at peace with what they've just accomplished in terms of stretching their limits because just going into a party is enough to have somebody stretch their limits. So it sounds like there's a lot of activity going on. Yep, there's a quite a bit of activity going on. Um, all the rooms tend to be busy. There's quite a few people that are just enjoying different aspects of the party, whether it be drinking or having a few bites of some wonderful appetizers or converse, conversing with the mistresses or um, having a personal exchange uh, with another mistress. Now, you say mistresses, there's there's quite a few mistresses at your parties. Mm -hmm. And that's... It depends on the size of the party. It depends on uh, the availability of the mistresses. But I have quite a few mistresses that come in. And uh, what's really wonderful about the parties is people get a chance to really get to know an assortment of mistresses. And they might decide, you know what, I really want to see that mistress because I love the way she does cock and ball bondage. And they might not be able to, to tell that when they interview a mistress over the phone. So it's really a wonderful opportunity for somebody to be able to come in and chat and schmooze with the mistresses. Um, get a feeling for who they are and what they like doing and how they how their energy is You know, you can't always tell that over the phone when you chat with somebody. That's true. Now you you mentioned you have a lot of rooms here And I know that the room that we're in right now uh, It's it certainly has a real fetishy kind of feel I mean it, it looks like something out of uh, I guess some European dungeon, but I know that you've got a medical room and you've got uh, a room that's for uh, cross-dressing and for force feminization transformation yeah. I've got lots of female clothes I have breast forms and wigs and high heels and stockings and girdles and waist cinchers and panties and 
aprons and maids outfits and in <laughs> fact I've got so much stuff back there that I feel I'm, I'm running out of room. <laughs> I need a bigger dungeon pretty soon. But uh, this particular room that you're sitting in is the Corporal Punishment Room and I have uh, two cages, one behind me and one in that corner over there with a bondage table and a birthing chair and a gurney on wheels. Um, there's a lot that go, goes on in this room. In fact, at the party last night, I had somebody suspended from the suspension system. Right, kind of above where I am, I actually think. Actually, close to where you are. Um, the suspension system is right in the middle of the room, and we lowered it, and actually Jean Bardot's uh, rubber slut slash slave was here, and he was dressed in head-to-toe latex, and he was strung up and tortured and teased immensely. He had quite a good time, actually. And Ms. Maya was uh, also assisting, so that was a wonderful, wonderful scene. It was a very um, large visual for everybody that was watching, because we had quite a crowd that was watching that scene. Now, I know that uh, there's there was talk that you, um, was is it, now Jean Bardot, she does a rubber ball, is that right? Mistress Jean does a wonderful rubber ball at Ground Zero. Yes, and, she does. and I understand that you you might be taking part in it this year, is that right? Uh, it's a possibility. We need to chat about that yet. I'm not really sure what uh, she'd like me to assist in, but I'm always happy to assist her. Um, she's at Ground Zero's, uh, Ground Zero, um, I think their fetish uh, nights are on Saturday. That's a, that's a local fetish club then? That's a local fetish club. Okay, here in, in Minneapolis. In Minneapolis. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, when you, uh, when you do your fetish parties, how often do you do them? Well, it varies. Uh, sometimes I have them every few weeks to a month. Uh, it just depends on availability and how the party comes together because I won't have a party unless it feels right. Mm -hmm. And if I don't have the right group of people together, then it just doesn't happen. But when I get the right group of people together, it happens. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it happens in a big way. Wow. Now, um, I know that some of them can get pretty big. Yeah. <laughs> the one that we had last night was really, really huge, as a matter of fact. I, I, I just, had, heard, I, I'm sorry, I just heard a <laughs> couple bits and pieces about some of the things that, that happened last night, and uh, they were pretty varied. You want to tell a little bit about that? Uh, maybe just a little bit. Um, at the beginning of the evening, uh, Ms. Maya and I were fisting uh, a woman. She was in the back room, and she was quite vocal and very orgasmic and very expressional wow. and um, very juicy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So we had that going on in the back room. Um, we also had uh, a wonderful uh, scene going on in the corporal punishment room. Uh, I had uh, Lady Karina was whipping her slave, and that was... That ended up getting quite vocal as well, and she was using a single tail on him, and he was trying to take it, but it was very difficult for him, but uh, he managed to to suffer for her as much as humanly possible. <laughs> it was really great. Now, I understand that, that you were kind of wearing a lot of uh, different hats last night. Um, I understand you were, you were training um, somebody that was new to the scene. Oftentimes, I'll have somebody come in who is very, they have to be very interested in the scene, though. Um, this particular um, 
way of being is not for everybody. Uh, I'd say it's only for people that really enjoy getting into somebody's energy and into somebody's space and working with that sexual energy because it is sexual energy. Because what we do in this world is we uh, do things that allow a person to feel a certain way. And if someone is really, take for instance foot worship, if someone really enjoys a nice juicy foot <laughs> and they want that foot in their face and in their nostrils and they want it crushing their neck or standing on them or jumping on them even, it's up to the mistress to really find out and really know this person about what kinds of things really get them and what kind because there's a really wonderful energy exchange that, that happens and um, it doesn't happen all the time but if you're very educated in the scene and you know how to work with this person even if it's just with foot worship or to be a cross-dressing scene you can have this wonderful marvelous energy exchange that happens where you're both in a really good groove and you mm -hmm. just want to explore that more and it gets bigger and bigger so what I do with new people is I introduce them slowly and uh, we have a wonderful time. I, I love watching somebody blossom like a big fat rose. <laughs> well, and, and she was, uh, from, from what I understand, uh, part of it, well, she was, they were a couple. Mm -hmm. And she was kind of introduced to the scene by a client of yours. Is, mm -hmm. that, is that right? Yeah, she was. So, was, uh, how, did, how did it go? Well, she has a very good rapport with him, and she trusts him. And so normally she's a bottom player, meaning that she's the one being played with, and he is the one that's playing with her. Well, since he enjoys being played with, he wants to have her learn how to play with him. So what I did with him is I mummified him from the shoulders down to his ankles, and we had him on the gurney, which is, it's got wheels on the bottom so you can move it effortlessly throughout the dungeon mm -hmm. and he was lying on top of this we mummified him halfway and then we put him up on the gurney and then we mummified him to the gurney and he was lying stiff as a board and he could not move one inch <laughs> and I cut little holes strategically in the mummification wrap which allowed us to play with him we hooked him up to with some electricity and played with his nipples and did some smothering and I left her there for a while just to explore that and she just beamed and came alive actually. And I'm sure he was exhausted. Yeah, he was. <laughs> <laughs> he was exhausted when he was finished playing with her, or when she was finished playing with him. Now, these, uh, these parties go pretty late. What, I have to ask, what time did you get did done? <laughs> what time did you get <laughs> done with your party? <laughs> yeah, you, you, sure. I don't think I got into bed until 9 o'clock this morning. Wow. Just finished a session right now. It's, it was very important to him to uh, celebrate his birthday, so I made it a point to meet him here and enjoy some foot worship and some trampling with him. No. He's a young man, he's 22, just turned 22. And, and he's new to trampling? He's very, well, he's loved it and adored it all his life, but I'm opening up his world to explore newer things. Gotcha. Things that, you know, he never really thought was possible. I, I, introduced him to my trample board, as a matter of fact. He put his cock and balls inside the hole that goes into this, it's like a little breakfast table almost. Uh, but it's been specifically designed and engineered uh, actually for me through with my trample guy. And my trample guy has been into trampling and foot fetish for many, many years. He introduced me to fetish 
Wow. My fetish and trampling. So I've been seeing him for about 13 years now. Wow. So, so we tried that. It's no surprise that you're you're the expert on the on the topic then. <laughs> yes, I am. Now, if if people want to um, want to kind of get a taste of what you do, and they're they're not near Minneapolis, mm -hmm. um, you you have ways of kind of mm -hmm. giving them a little taste of of, your, of a scene. One mm -hmm. of one of them, I guess, is. is one of the goals of your uh, your podcast is to try to kind of introduce yourself. Am I correct? Oh yeah, we'll be doing a lot of things in these podcasts. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll be doing some demonstrations. We'll be doing a little bit of educational stuff. Uh, we'll be talking about sessions. Um, I'll be talking about my experiences as a dominatrix, uh, not just currently, but throughout the years. Um, I've had many, many, many experiences. Um, so many that, I mean, they, they all add up to make me the person I am today, uh, which is, is multifaceted and able to do just about anything, it seems. I mean, when I first started out as a dominatrix, um, I knew very little about many things. So little by little, I learned through my clients, and they taught me many things. Um, they'd say, will you do this to me? Will you do that to me? And, I would negotiate a scene. I learned the art of negotiation. I learned how to test someone's limits. I uh, learned how to to enjoy someone's energy in a scene. There's so many things that go into that that um, eventually you begin to stop. Well, I eventually began to stop and look back at how much I've learned and how much I enjoyed doing what I was doing. And it didn't matter what it was. It could be anything. So since then, I've gotten into needle play, scrotal infusion, um, mummification, sensory deprivation, electro-stim, um, all different kinds of areas of S&M play. So um, I like to stretch a person's limits and I really enjoy um, making sure that if somebody has one little idea, that because they're not experienced and they don't know what goes on in S&M play, that because I do, I open up their world even bigger than what they thought it could ever be. <laughs> wow. I exploit weaknesses, too. <laughs> <laughs> now, if, uh, if people want to watch uh, video clips, oh, yeah. you have something besides podcasts, mm -hmm. don't you? Yep. I have some trampling uh, clips. I have some uh, foot fetish and trample table kink clips. <laughs> I put it all together. I've got... A ton of things that I've recorded, and you—you you always have—you never seem to have a shortage of of guests, or I should, I should say, slaves. No. <laughs> on your on your clips. At the end of my feet <laughs> or at the end of my whip. <laughs> mm -hmm. And you even have a slave that lives here I at do. the dungeon, mm -hmm. right? I have a wonderful slave, and he lives downstairs, and he's absolutely irreplaceable. I don't think I could do lots of things that I do without him. He takes care of the property, and he takes care of just about everything that needs to be taken care of. It's important. And he's Slave Mike, right? Slave Mike. And do you, uh, are we going to see Slave Mike on some podcasts coming up? Well, you might see him on a couple of, of podcasts, although you probably will see him with my feet in his face. <laughs> <laughs> Lying down on the floor at my feet, which is exactly where he wants to be. and likes to be 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Wouldn't care if he ate, drank, slept, <laughs> none of that. 
Well, Mr. Sharina, I'd like to thank you for your time today. And thanks for letting me uh, take part in your podcast. And hopefully we can do this again soon. Mm -hmm. Don't forget, this is just a tiny little peek. <laughs>